you're watching on Mixer, you'll notice two giant pop screens on Cliff and Dylan's microphone. <laughs> because apparently we're poppy. Yes. No. You're very, very aggressive with your P's and Someone your B's and your T's. Someone told us it was almost unlistenable. And I know. Then, like, and then, and then that a, was like five episodes <laughs> into when we started the show, so no, here we it was, are. It was like 20 episodes ago. Well, still, it's yeah. almost a year later, and we're like, oh, let's fix that thing that one guy complained about that one time way back when. I asked cared. like 10 other people, I'm like, are we unlistable? He's like, no, no, you sound fine. So, yeah, know. I mean, I noticed when I was listening, driving around, like I always like listen to the show after it's posted and just kind of listen to it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Did they, you notice last episode that I sounded like I'd eaten a frog and that I was coughing every five minutes? I have not. I'm not caught up yet. Oh, that's how behind I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually stopped listening to our episodes at about episode twelve. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I listen to so many other podcasts though. That, it was kind of like, hey, yeah. I was there. I know what we talked about. Yeah. It's not. I listen Although, to it for a whole I will reason. say though that I, I listen to our episodes and I'm like, we're funny. Like I don't feel funny in real time, but, but you look funny. I look funny. <laughs> if you're watching on Mixer, you'd know that I am funny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, we don't have the laugh track in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I it- can easily add that in. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Man, watching those situational comedies without the laugh track is the most painful. Oh my god! Just call it a situational comedy. You did. That's what it's called. He's a he's a professional video person. It's just a very specifically like. Well, those are the ones with the laugh tracks. I could have said sitcom, yes, but yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to be like like eighty seven percent of the rest the of the country calls him. Yeah, Plebes. I just that's just a completely Plebes. random number. I don't even know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast. We're going to talk about some video games. My name is Adam West, and I am back and better than ever. In the I don't know about that. Again. Better than ever. Ready to giddy up and yeehaw all over yeah. here. Both, see, it's it's great that now there's two of the three of us are sucking on cough drops like they're yeah. some sort of thing. I'm just making so I don't cough. Like, my voice sounds fine. I just don't want to cough. I think I'm still kind of, yeah. I'm pretending not to be sick right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Pacific Northwest is apparently a hive of sickness. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, back to what I was saying. I'm Adam West. <laughs> I'm Cliff. <laughs> and I'm the Dylan. Hello. <laughs> Episode 60. Big 60. Big 60. Five dozen. That is true. Five our, dozen episodes. Our podcast oh. would also be eligible for uh, AARP now. I thought our, it would have been eligible like five episodes ago. Was it 55 now? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. The we're older closer. getting younger? Yeah, we're closer to retirement that- than we were. <laughs> At 65, we're just done. We're just done. <laughs> At 65, we're going to start taking, you know, Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. Yeah. Got it. If- I think 2055 is my retirement year, according to my 401k plan. What year? 2055. Oh my god! Wow, how, I looked at it. I was like, thirty-three is that more what years. That means? Like, no, okay. thirty-seven more Mine years. Mine probably says twenty eighty-five. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be, you know, ninety-seven. <laughs> right. Be all right. Mine's gonna be like uh, twenty years after you die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I started putting one percent away like last year. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> We're not. Oh, I'm putting. No, I'm putting away the what is it? Four percent. Four percent, and Ooh. then ours. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm screwed. I'm aggressive. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> is that what uh, that means? Yeah. Sure. So we uh, here we go. Uh, coming up this week, we're going to talk about uh, PUBG making it a little bit harder to cheat, and also their loot boxes. I was reading about this. Ooh. There's one like randomized one that's just a ridiculously yeah, random yeah. amount. Um, HTC announced their new Vive Pro, and also they announced that new uh, tracking, the outward tracking thing. Oh, I did not see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we'll I'm really excited about, about that. that. Um, GeForce now launches uh, in beta on PC, and I read about that. This cool. could be a game changer. Um, Connect. I thought we already buried that thing. It, we're killing it again. Okay. It's it's it was going to be dead, and now it's dead. Do you know who Oliver Cromwell is? 
He was an yeah. English guy in the like 1600s who was awful. He kidnapped a bunch of Irish people and like forced them into servitude in the like the islands off the Caribbean. They hated him so much that they he died. A couple years later, they dug up the corpse and beheaded him. That's what we're doing to the Connect now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's Why how you know, you know people hate story? you. I don't know. History. <laughs> Flogging Molly wrote a song about him. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, there is a battle royale trainer. That I've actually been kind of curious about because I dove back into PUBG the last week on PC, and I'm in that. Anyway, I'll talk about yeah. that and what we're playing. But yeah, so uh, it's a trainer, and I think that could be helpful for a lot of people. Plus uh, some Overwatch news and questions from Vinny, Josh, Joe Coleslaw, Mighty Weppa Man, uh, Kevin Colby, and we've got some cheap free games plus a troll corner. Yeah, Adam's personal troll corner. Was oh, this mine? That's well, mine. Oh, no. Oh, interesting. It's, it's, funny. More, it's, a, it's, it's a joke. Well, Mine's not, and I'll tell you why when we get to Troll Corner later on okay. in the show. <laughs> well, it but might not be a joke, but I kind of threw it up Tonight there. at 11. <laughs> right? That's, That's about the time we're going to finish if we keep drawing this out. Uh, right, God. Um, so anyway, we always start with what we're playing, and I'll just go first. Since, Do it. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. What have I been playing? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Did you yeah. burn it? No, no, my stomach me. just growled loud. Was that I think your the stomach? microphone picked it up. Jesus. It's been like a whole three hours since we had lunch. <laughs> wow. Oh, is that a long time? No. That, that was a joke. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um. So what I'm playing <laughs> anyway. is, uh, so I like I said, I've jumped back into PUBG. Um, I've been playing that on the Xbox a little bit, and there's so was, I've never understood the whole rubber banding thing. Is that when you like take ten steps forward and then all of a sudden you yeah. kind of jump back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought, and that happens a lot on the Xbox for me. Interesting, but it's still kind of fun. I think I've killed one person. Yeah, because I'm just all, oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, it's been fun. It's fun. It's been a lot it's of fun. Real fun. But uh, I I jump back on the PC version of it last week and started playing around. I didn't realize that when they. Th- updated the map and they threw in that new map you weren't able to choose which map yeah, you go to. it's just random yeah you just jump in is it you don't ran- know where you're parachuting is it you just jump out of the plane is it a random map or is it always the new map no it's random oh really because every time i've played this past week it's always been the new really? map. Right. yep i mean every i can't time. say that the the percentage is equal or if they they throw the one in more often or if it's completely random i think it's random but yeah, I'll find myself playing this the new map like six times in a row, and then I'll get the old map. That is how random so, works. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. So, um, and it was kind of weird going back into that game because I've not played it for a while on PC, and I was like, "Oh crap, I'm in the new map. I don't know where anything is. I don't know where. <laughs> what is this? Oh my god, there's nothing for me to hide behind. I'm going to die a lot. Um, but that's been fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been playing <laughs> so some Mario Odyssey some... still. Oh man, there's uh, I'm still so much. There's How many so power much. moons do you have? Um, I think I'm right at 200. Wow. Yeah. Good. Good job. So I'm at the um, I'm at Bowser's castle. Oh, so you actually haven't finished? The, no, not the yet. Main I'm, story I'm yet. literally at the end of the game, the end of the campaign, basically. So. That's crazy. I was talking to a friend of the show, Ryan Thomas, uh, this morning on Twitter, and he was saying that between him and his wife, they have 362 That's power moons. See, that doesn't strike me as a lot, though. I don't know, man. Because there's, what, 900 of right, them? Right, it's not necessarily a lot in the scope of the game, but, like... It's a lot to when get. When have you ever collected 360 of anything? anything? I don't have that many Pez's in my Pez collection. Wait, you have a Pez collection? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Oh, you would have loved our so old does my HR brother. lady. Yeah, did they, you, we bonded over that one. Do you remember our old HR yeah, she was, business lady? Oh, she was not. Uh, she was not a lovely human, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> but she had a ridiculously crazy Pez dispenser collection throughout her entire office when I first came here. Oh, I just knew she had that one huge one. I didn't know oh, she had other ones. No, no, no. When I first moved here, she literally had the top of every file cabinet, her windowsill overlooking the parking lot next door, or the hotel next door, and like. Her desk and shelves literally covered in Pez dispensers, and I had this like special four-pack Batman one, and I was like, I'm going to give it to the nice HR lady, yeah. who turned out to be the devil. Yeah. That's crazy. I need to get yeah. back into that, because... Do you, though? I have a box of them from when I was younger. I haven't, like... I occasionally get one now, but... Mm-hmm. I got the whole Fellowship of the Ring. Well, that's fun. Anyway, uh, that's really what I've been playing, is some <laughs> PUBG and Mario. It's really it's not bad, it's, man. It's not, it's not no, bad I mean, at all. It's keeping me busy. There's plenty to do. So you, me, whoever, you, me, you. I you. finished The Witcher Three. I saw that, which is applause. Yeah, kind of a uh, kind of incredible, actually. Um, just because it's you know it's not crazy long. I would say I don't actually have a counter, but I would say probably fifty or sixty hours. But that's a long, long time for me to put into any game these days. Um, and uh, it was great. The story is fantastic. Everything keeps up the entire time you know it mm-hmm. uh it makes you want to keep playing it it's 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 good enough that i actually feel kind of bad that i skipped a bunch of side quests to get to the end because i wanted to get to the end it was oh, kind yeah. of one of those kind of one of those games i wanted to like check mark you know i wanted to say i finished it because i wanted to finish it and so i just started mainlining the main quest and you know there are parts of it where it kind of says like <clears throat> you know hey if you if you keep going, a bunch of your quests are just going to fail. Like you can't, you can't go back. And it was like, right. okay, and <laughs> you know, hit the button. Um, it also does a really interesting thing where it says like, hey, this next part's really a big deal. You might want to save right now. Oh, really? Like right before the end. I'm like, well, that's that was very nice of you, right? <laughs> Thank you, Project Red. <laughs> um, but you know, the the ending is very, very. Uh, satisfying uh the story plays out really well um and i got there are multiple endings i don't know which one i got i know that there there are certain points in the story where you have to make a quick decision um which is unfortunate because they're often in the middle of just other conversations and uh i wasn't always paying as much attention to those as i should have been and so a couple of them were like make a decision i'm like oh crap and i just like fumble in something and i know sometimes i made the right one and sometimes i made the wrong one and you know, I got an ending, but I liked the ending I got, so that was cool. Um, I also, uh, so I, I ch- you know, checkmarked that one, and so my next checkmark game is GTA V. So I'm working back through that one. I just got Trevor, and Trevor is the most amazing character in the world <laughs> in that game. The, um, the first, like, scene when you, you Oh, get yeah, that, you, you literally unlock Trevor, and he's, like, doing it with some meth head. Meth head and, and it's just, not his meth head. It's another guy in his gang's meth head. The guy from... Uh, the rival the, gang, yeah. Well, it's the... Uh, you play as him in the episode of um, the Lost in the Damned uh, expansion to oh, do you? GTA 4. Oh, like, yeah. That's the gang that you play in that game. And yeah. Then, yeah, he he makes his appearance and then quickly is disposed. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It, it like His just... The intro to his story is great, and it's great because it comes... Quite a ways into the main game, like right. I mean, you don't get Trevor straight off. They, yeah, they they know how to tease you because you know, like you know from seeing like the trailers. Yeah, there's this crazy guy. Everyone knows that yeah. Trevor's in this game, but they kind of 
you kind of hear about him, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, oh, that's what this guy. Yeah, does. it's good stuff. Uh, so I'm, I'm just you know working on that. Um, then the other game I played though was actually really cool, um, and. Asper Media or Asper Productions, I don't know, Asper something, sent us uh, a bunch of keys for this game. And I gave a bunch away on Facebook. And I gave oh, away yeah, some yeah. on Twitter and I kept some for myself and I gave a couple of others, a couple of streamers I know. And it's called uh, Next Up Hero. And uh, it's a really, really interesting concept of a game and it's you <clears throat> kind of start out and you've got all these levels and throughout these levels there's monsters and uh, you have to clear the level multiple different ways, um, but there's also multiple different heroes you can play as. Um, and so the first time it might just be kill a certain number of, play- of bad guys to exit this level. And then the next time you play that level, it might be kill a certain number of bad guys in a certain amount of time. And then kill a certain number of bad guys to get this kind of essence that they drop. And, and then the next one might be that same level but with a giant boss. And then there's all these different levels. Um, but then the different characters have different attacks too like one of a, one of the starting characters have like these boomerangs they sh- throw and then their special attack is you actually turn into a boomerang that you can control throughout the level um, and one of them has a, a, a bazooka and like a, a overshot bazooka thing but the really clever like the game overall I think is just fun but the kind of clever um, little little extra bit they have is that when you die the next time you play that level you can find your corpse and like oh. res that corpse, and then they'll fight with you. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. at the first of the level, you'll actually find other people that have played that level and died. Like, so if I own the game and Adam owned the game, I might start that level and see Adam's dead body if he'd played that level and died, <laughs> and I could res him too to fight along with me. And so it's just just a really clever game that then also helps you kind of mitigate the difficulty. Like, if you get to a point where man, this is just too hard, you can res a bunch of your dead bodies and help. They'll help you fight the bad guys. Oh, they help, they fight the bad guys. They don't fight you. Yeah, they actually oh, fight the okay. bad guys. See, yeah, I, okay. it's really it's really unique. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it actually came out. I think tomorrow. Actually, it launched. Or actually, if you're listening to this podcast in what is your today, uh, Thursday the 11th, it actually releases on Steam today. Nice. Uh, it's a ton of fun. I really, really enjoyed playing it. I actually have a video of it that I've not posted yet. I did it live on Mixer, um, but. Uh, I haven't posted on YouTube yet, so that'll be up pretty soon. It's definitely fun. Nice. So. Dylan, what are you playing? Um, I'm playing lots of games. He is. Which is, <laughs> which is good, because games are fun. Um, haven't been playing as much PUBG lately. We've kind of traded that out for a Rainbow Six Siege. Um, and it's so much fun when you have a full <laughs> squad of five people. Um it's fun to have that many friends. Um, <laughs> and we What's all, that like? I'm beginning to We all kind of know that we're all going to get on in the evening, and we play a couple rounds for an hour or so, and maybe we'll jump to PUBG or something. But That's fun. Um, you can start games. live streaming those. Yeah, it's, it's such a fun game. Um, it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's pretty competitive just because it's not a respawning kind of game. Yeah. So, like, if you're ever used to play counter-strike or anything like that like the survival where you only have one life per round can kind of stink when you're kind of new to a game and it can kind of you have to get over that hump where you actually start performing well and actually end up surviving through a round instead of being the one that dies every round it's kind of cool like i found that i found that with PUBG. um like my brother is way better at PUBG than i am um just like he is at most video games um 
And I found that it really was helpful to me, though, um, dying early and then just watching him play. Like, right. I got better just watching him right. be better at PUBG than I was. Right. Yeah, then that, that's exactly how I felt. Because I played, when I started playing, I played with two of my buddies who played the game quite a bit. Sure. And, uh, like, played ranked matches with their, like, five guys that they played with. Um, so when I would die, I would watch, yeah, I would put on one of them and just kind of see how they how they navigate the map because so much of that game is is map knowledge and knowing the different corridors that you can see down and how best to, I mean, stay tight to a wall so you see as much as you can without people being able to see you mm-hmm. because so much of it's tight and it's fractions of seconds that those <laughs> firefights happen because it's just a little burst and you're down or they're down and sure. it's, it stuff happens that quickly so knowing knowing the maps knowing what's behind you because there's occasionally times where i play a new map and i'm like i still don't know this map at all and we end up sucking we're like so <laughs> bad there's like two maps that we get everyone's wrong we're like we still don't know these maps this is terrible like because you just don't yeah. you don't know how to get around you don't even know i like when you start out in your little drone mode and you're like attacking the, yeah. to find the hostages or whatever, you're trying to like get into the building. It's like, how do I even get into this building? How do I get to the next floor? I don't know. Like I hear them up on the second floor, but I can't get there. So that's frustrating. But I guess you can always go into the trading modes and try to learn the maps, and that's probably a probably good idea, a good way to do it. <laughs> but it's more fun just to jump in there. Yeah. Right. You'll you'll figure it out eventually. And you guys are playing on the PC, right? Yeah, yeah. I might need Which, to pick that up. I tried playing it on console, and it, it's fun. And, of course, it's fair because everyone's playing it on console, but, it, man, it's hard. Just because there's so many more, like, buttons. Because, like, it's a game where you're going to be leaning a lot. So there's a button to oh. lean. So mm-hmm. you're not just, like, moving your whole body out from cover. You're leaning. So anytime you have to do that much intricate movement with joysticks and buttons, mm-hmm. it, it's hard when it's just, what is it, the E and yeah. E key or... <laughs> Uh, e and Q? E and, uh, e and Q, yeah. yeah. So it's easy when okay. you just have to I say e as I look Q at my to, keyboard. To, I can type without looking at it, but I can't, <laughs> I can't just recite the where the keys are um, or know which ones they are. Um, it's just it's so fast on the computer. So, I mean, right. yep. you, like, you're still going to enjoy it, but it's one of the games I think is kind of built best for that experience. Um other than that, I've been playing a lot of MOBAs because um, it's there's some. I'm like, what is LOL? I'm like, what is this haha game? I don't know what this is. <laughs> Got it. Because um, it sounds like there's a lot of interest generated recently yeah. um, with the guys I'm playing with. That okay, we're gonna play some MOBAs, and I've always that's been like my dream to get five people to play a MOBA because it's <laughs> that's the worst dream ever. Like I've, <laughs> I've rarely played with a full squad, and man, it's fun though. Yeah, when you have that full squad communicating, it's like. That's how those games are meant to be played, obviously. It's like when you play with a full squad of people that you're communicating with, that's how games are meant to be played. And that's like the ultimate fun you'll have rather than queuing up solo and just getting stomped Mm. or having someone leave your game and just ruining it for the next 40 minutes. Mm. And so that stinks. But I'm very excited. So I I kind of re-familiarized myself with League of Legends and played played some games in there. And I kind of remember and see what kind of new stuff there is. Um, Um... but I downloaded and installed Heroes of the Storm, which is Blizzard's MOBA, and it it incorporates all the different games from the Blizzard universe. So it has Overwatch, it has Diablo, it has Warcraft, it has StarCraft, 
has all those characters in one game, um, which is it's crazy just because it's like you have the StarCraft guys with machine guns and tanks versus (laughs) like orcs from Warcraft, and that's it's cool. Um, This is a much to me simpler MOBA. there's not itemization, so sure. you're not earning gold. You're not last-hitting minions to earn gold to build whatever items you think best counters your opponent and all five of your opponents. So it's that that complexity is stripped away. Um, there's still you're not leveling up your abilities every level, but you're getting a new skill, which could be making one ability better, making one ability do something else. Um, Increasing your attack speed, um, giving you a new active ability, giving you a new passive ability. Um, and each level, you'll have like four options to choose from. And that's cool because you can, it's kind of a tree. So you can go this yeah. direction or this direction. You could be a tank and be a really tanky tank, or you could be a tank that has a really cool um, action ability that does something cool. Um, and I think that's neat because they're called heroic abilities instead of ultimates. Yeah. They're called in other MOBAs. Um, and each character has two of those. So when you reach that level that you unlock your heroic ability, you get to either be this guy that does this thing or this guy that does this other thing. Sure. And that's cool. And it's, it's so different each time you play. Like You might really understand, okay, they're a little more aggressive, so we have to be a little more defensive this time, or we have to be able to counter this, so maybe this ability works better than that. And that's cool. That's really cool. And it's a little simpler than trying to figure out which of these 12 items is best in the situation. Do I need magic resistance, or do I need armor? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't want to think that hard, but I have four abilities. Which one do I think fits this um, best? And I think... Yeah. I might have to hop onto that because it, uh, I've wanted to play a MOBA and I've wanted yeah. to play one that was accessible. So, and every time I watch League or watch right. um, Dota, it just scares me. So right. maybe maybe and, Hots is the way to go. Yeah, and I definitely think like League of Legends overall is probably the better game. Sure. But what's more accessible? What's more digestible to someone you want your friends? You want your this is the this is the MOBA that you can get your friends to play yep. with you. That's how I think about it. Yep. Um, because there's no way I'm going to walk into a group of friends and say, "Hey." you guys should all play League of Legends with me. Yeah. Because that's just not going to work. It's going to be hard. You really need people that are kind of hardcore and want to do that and want to learn a very intricate game. Sure. This game, all the characters are a little tankier. It feels like you don't die in, as fast. in fractions of seconds, <laughs> but you'll still learn the MOBA mechanics. And, and I think that's so important. It's yeah. such a dense... Dylan and I were talking about it the other day, and, and almost any other game, you can go like, oh, that game, it's like that game. And MOBAs are just one of those yeah. games that you can't. You can't. It's it's impossible to explain to someone. Oh, a MOBA! It's like this other thing you've played before because it's unlike anything it's you've ever not. played. It's like unlike you've ever played. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, they're, and they're so complicated. So yep. And this game oh, is, yeah, it scares the crap out of me. Strips so much of the complexity out of it while still giving you the basics and the fun of a MOBA. And there's so then you still have the. The variety of characters, um, that motley crew of different faces that you can find. Who like our like. podcast. And <laughs> if you're watching our stream right now, you know what he's talking about. And you know a lot of these characters if you play Blizzard games. Yeah. So you have Garrosh from like the the World Warcraft universe, and you have like Illidan, Stormrage, or whatever, all these yeah. big heroes that you've seen. And you have D.Va and Lucio from Overwatch and Tracer and... 
how they all can fit together and be in this That's one. It's crazy. It's pretty, it's nice. pretty cool. Well, so. it's one of those things, too, that if you're a HOTS player, like a lot of the time they'll do these weird, like Blizzard does a lot of promotions where like if you're an Overwatch player and you play so many games of Heroes of the Storm, they'll give you extra bonus crates in Overwatch or, right. you know, they, they tie them together. I mean, it's smart. It's really smart. Right. Um, and it's cool, though, when you log into the game and you have kind of this inventory of cool stuff that you really didn't think you had. So yeah. I had a bunch of loot boxes from Twitch Prime that I had, like, got through the, yeah. the past couple months, and I got a bunch of cool skins and this and that, and... And that's neat. It's just cool to have those kind of bonuses. Yep, agreed. Um, so I think Very that's... Very cool. I'm playing lots of games. I'm going to play more games. Lots of mobiles. <laughs> Love games. So, all right, that's what we have been playing. And as always, if you're listening on iTunes or something... Oh, didn't we get a thing? Do we yeah, want to yeah. talk about that? It's, it's in the show notes. Is it in the show notes? Yeah. Not in mine. Refresh. When did you put that in there? I don't know, right before we recorded. Oh, yeah, look at that. Wasn't there to begin with. Um, if you listen on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or whatever, like us, rate us, review us, do a thing, whatever, and you could end up like this guy as Cliff. Snake Kretz. Do you want to read it? You've got yeah. that great announcery voice. Okay. Smooth Adam. Let's see if I can do this. I love it. My voice is still, like, I don't have my low end right now. It's yeah. really bad. It's all right. All right. So in iTunes by Snake Kretz from the USA, December 28th, last year. Mm-hmm. It's an old one. Um, so Snake Cred says, I found this show scrolling through Podcast One originally and subscribed through the iOS app. As a recently turned 30-year-old, I don't have as much time for games or researching games, products, and software as I used to as a teenager. The guys on Bite Me not only keep me up to date on the gaming world, but are highly entertaining as well. What show was he listening to? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, they talk about all topics for all platforms. It's a great show for casual and hardcore gamers out there. Five stars. He's my new favorite person. I love this person. Mr. Snake Kretz. I assume that is not your real name, but if it is, that's a that's fantastic a cool name. name. Well, and Snake, Snake's name is Snake, so why can't his it could name be, be Snake? Yeah, so Mr. Snake, if you uh, send us your uh, address, we'll uh, hook you up with some Bite Me podcast Ooh, yeah, stickers. Yeah, yeah. We have stuff. these. If you were watching on Mixer right now, we yeah. have these little stickers right here. And we got a lot of them. We, we love our stickers, and we love giving them to people. Yes. I realize I got a giant stack of these at home still, too. Yeah. yeah. We need to go to more... Uh, things. <laughs> we San Francisco in a couple of weeks, I will take a whole stack with Perfect. me. Perfect. Just start throwing, throwing them at people. Sticking them in bathrooms. Right? Oh, I'll, I'll just find some like gaming internet cafes and just <laughs> throw them out like Love it. Ninja, ninja stars. But yeah, leave us a review like that. Thank you, Snake. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Get us your info. All right. After all that, we go to news. Just yeah, buttons. okay. News. There we go. There it is. Um, lots to cover this week, some stuff, all kinds of stuff. Yep. Um, but all we're going to start things. off with uh, PUBG. Uh, they're letting players report cheaters directly from replay mode. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. Well, and that's what I've actually heard. One of the biggest advantages of replay mode is is that uh-huh. you can. A, you make yourself feel better, like, oh, my God, like, you know, that dude misses just as much as I did. That He just got, you know, of the four shots he fired at me, one of those hit me in the head, you know, and and you can feel better about, hey, everyone's actually not amazing at this. Sometimes, you know, shots are just better than others. And, you know, that the replay mode lets you kind of watch what strategies people are using, you know, actually follow people all the way through a match. Um, But, yeah, now you can report uh, cheaters right from the menu, which, I mean... They've banned enough people. I don't. I don't know the actual numbers, but I mean, I they're that. banning like hundreds of thousands of people. I want to say, yeah, um, at least. And you know, because you can just go buy these, you know, apps that let you, you know, essentially get a headshot every single time. Um, 
it's nice that they are letting people report these so you can get rid of – I mean, what – I just don't understand those people. Like, who wants to cheat at like, – how do you – does it make you feel good to get a chicken dinner if – you paid to buy an app that made it so you could. I don't. I don't understand that at all. Why wouldn't you just go to KFC and literally buy yourself a chicken dinner? Ooh, that's a good idea. Right. Yeah. That's weird. I think this has only happened. I think I've only encountered a cheater once. Yeah. But like, it was kind of. It felt obvious, and yeah. the replay kind of showed made it obvious it like that. But um, yeah, it would have been nice to be able to. Oh wow, they've been one and a half million cheaters since early mm-hmm. access. That is a. Hun. And it's only, I mean, I can't imagine that number's not going up slowly with the rollout, yeah. you know. Well, this is in the, the, I don't know if they call theirs, it's not the PTR, I guess, it's the just their test servers um, yeah. right now, but it should be coming live pretty soon. So, it's great. I mean, I think it's nice that they're they're making these changes and cheating, cheaters yeah. suck. And having yeah. these really obvious ways to report people, I think, is the best thing. Yep. Like, I was even uh, sharing with Cliff earlier um, back to Arena of Valor, a simple mobile mobile MOBA that I really enjoy, but you have what's called a credibility score, and it's very transparent with how it works, and it's out of 100 points. And if you have a higher than 96, you get like 100 gold every day. So there's incentive to keep it high. But if you leave a game, you are deducted negative 3 to negative 10 points. If you're reported by another player... Uh, it's like 5 to 12 points or something. I'm, I'm not quite sure exactly. And then you can get it back up by finishing a game. For um, You finish a game, you get a point, and then if you win a game, it's a point. So it's much slower to build it back up after you have plummeted your score. But I think it's... I think having a system like that that's very obvious what's going on is is pretty good incentive to not yeah. leave games, don't disconnect, don't cheat, don't I mean play with a good internet connection, fix your internet connection, <laughs> yeah. uh don't leave, don't troll, don't be toxic like cuz they um punish people and it's like um when we play Rainbow Six as well, like it's very like it'll pop up every time someone gets banned. Oh wow. Like it shows this guy <laughs> Bubsy four three four got banned by Battle Eye. Oh like I like it that. Constantly a lot. it constantly ticks up and whether or not that's someone you played with recently, but it's it's showing you real time when people are getting banned. But I'm a big it. fan of publicly shaming cheaters. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of publicly sh- publicly shaming anybody with the handle that includes the name Bubsy. Right. <laughs> but doesn't that feel good though that you know you know people are yeah. getting banned constantly? That's like awesome. that's really for, cool. for players that are trying to enjoy the game. So um, right. so another thing that they did, they also published the drop rates for the new loot boxes and stuff, Ooh. which is kind of insane because there was one I want to say, I can't remember 0.01%. what it was. Zero one percent. Yeah, it's point zero one percent and it roughly takes the equivalent of once every eighty years. Yeah. They're to show for a single person. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean but, yeah. with millions of people playing. Yeah. So now uh you guys are obviously playing this more than I do. Currently, you can't pay money. F- there's no money for keys. No, and that's what this is gonna this is gonna do. There's gonna be certain crates that you can open just like you can now mm-hmm. using battle, battle points. points. So you See, you I earn points. I, I thought that I've bought keys before in the past to unlock stuff. There was there was like there's a couple of special edition. Yeah, ones. there. I think yeah. there was like it was convention the, specific yeah, or yeah. whatever crates. GDC but that crates. Was, I think that was I think the extent Something of it. Like yeah, and that was those okay. Whatever could, the one that happened yeah. in. 
France or whatever. Right. Oh, Paris Games Week. Something. Oh no, like GDC. That. Yeah, GDC, in Germany. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what's going to change. Is they're they're just going to introduce a second set of them that you'll have to. And buy. that's kind of how Rocket League works, right? You earn some crates, but you have to pay to unlock them. Um, Rocket League works a little bit different in that there's no crates you can right. open. But that's without how their paying. their crates yeah. work. Are yeah, like you get that. a bunch of stuff for like you just earn things for free. Right. So you'll and still then be able crates to, are always paid. You'll still be able to use credits to buy crates, but you're going to get crate drops as well. Yeah, and so that. and you know obviously it's all cosmetic stuff, but I mean the drop rates for these are. I, I read a, a comparison between like drop rates for PUBG and drop rates for <laughs> other games, and like Overwatch, their rarest thing is an eight percent drop rate. Right. And wow. Yeah, and this is a point zero one percent. I mean that's ridiculous. just. I mean, then like the flip side is like Dylan pointed out, like if you're the person that gets that, that thing's going to be worth a fortune. Oh yeah. Um, but right. I, I don't know, man. So you're and you're going to be able to not only sell the thing that's in the crate, but you can sell the crate crates too, themselves. Right? So you yeah. can sell like the the sealed booster pack from the '90s, right? Yeah. Like in the case of like Magic, how they have these, you can buy a hundred dollar pack of cards that literally could be worth about thirty cents when you open it, yeah. or it a couple worth. tens of thousand do- of yeah. dollars. And that's, it's kind of one of those things that all I hope that they do is they do a a good job of. Stopping people that are crate farming. Like, I know they've already right. had a crate farming problem, and that was one of the things I hated most in Rocket League when crates came in, is that all of a sudden you get in this match of it's two people talking. Yeah, either either someone just throwing a rubber band on a controller and driving around to farm crates, or, hey, anyone want to trade crates? And then the other guy going, like, yeah, let's let's do it. And then talk, like they're talking in-game and not actually playing, right. which is – in PUBG, that's fine. You just get killed. But in Rocket <laughs> right. League, it was a real pain when all of a sudden your you know goalie starts talking to someone else about – Right, when know, there's six trading. people in the game and yeah. – like, Two of them are talking about trading crates. I'm like, uh, guys, hey. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> so hopefully hopefully they yeah. they address that as well because crate farmers – Yeah, I mean you won't notice it too much in PUBG because even if 20 people are farming, yeah. you still have 80 people in the game. So – like, That's what they're saying, though, is they were having a real problem with right. you. You'd notice that as soon as the plane got off. Right, it's that AFK drop zone. Yeah. Like, a bunch of people come just fall down right there, yep. and then and they, they d- either, one guy either gets a bunch of kills that round, or when the circle closes, they all die. die. So, yeah. but It's just dumb. And you don't get very many points when you die that early, so... Yeah, but, but if you, if you leave it on 24 hours a day, time, yeah. which is... Oh, yeah, true. Just yeah. annoying. But. Silly. Silly, silly. Well, there's that in your PUBG news. Um, <laughs> so HTC has announced was CES just happened. It's actually happening. Still, still. happening. Still going. Yeah. Okay. Um, HTC announced the Vive Pro. Yeah, which looks cool. Um, it's I don't, it's not twice the resolution, but I think it's like uh, it goes. I mean, it jumps to twenty eight eighty. Yeah, by sixteen hundred. From man, I wish I could remember what the old 14? one was. Yeah, it's a seventy eight percent increase, so significantly yeah. more resolution. Which is resolution is really really important. Resolution and frame rate are really important in, in VR, um, VR sure. because it's what keeps you from throwing up. <clears throat> right. So <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan. But I mean, that being said, like the resolution in uh, you know, the, the current the ones Oculus are fine. Is great. The PSVR, the PSVR, it's 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 definitely low. it's on the low end, but yeah. they're still fine. Um, what's crazy about this is you know you're looking at a resolution of 2880 by 1600. That's per eye. So that's oh, wow, actually right. running two screens at 2880 by 1600. Yeah, nice. so that's uh, pretty impressive. But it's also uh, going to support the new Vive wireless adapter, mm-hmm. so you can, uh, in theory, use it wirelessly. Um, I haven't really. I I know that they exist, and I know that they've kind of existed for a while. But I don't think that uh, I haven't actually heard anyone that's used it yet. So I'll be yeah, very interested to see, see how, how that'll works. work. Because so when I was in when we were in uh, California between Christmas and New Year's, um, Kevin's cousin's 
fiance got one of the uh, Windows MR headsets, and it's the oh, Samsung sure. Odyssey, yeah, or something like that. Yep. First of all, the resolution in that is ridiculous. Huh. It's insane. It's yeah. so good, and it's got the outward tracking, so that you literally have one wire running from your head. To a fairly basic gaming computer. Very cool. And we played. I played Super Hot in VR for the first time. So oh, I want to play that was so bad. Fun. It was really fun. Um, I think that the the space that you work within, though, for those are yeah. kind of small because I kept running into things. <laughs> I really need to. My office is just like just a shade too crowded to really get mm-hmm. room scale VR going. I did get my third. Like sensor, um, I haven't set it up yet, but it's my room's real small for right. for room scale. So, but you know, yeah. it was a lot of fun. But and the the HTC Vive obviously is the one that is the best. Yeah, unquote. yeah. I mean, and it's the most expensive, of course. It, you know, it's uh, but that Samsung a, that was only five hundred bucks, yeah. and that came with the two controllers yep, and everything bad. you need, and it was it was great. And you, it's got built in headphones too. Yep. So yeah, totally I, worth it. Which is so does the Oculus. Um, so does the Vive. I think. Wow. Um, but uh, I, I really hope that this year is going to be kind of the year of VR. Um, PS or PlayStation announced today that I think they're going to add 135 VR titles this year. There's a lot coming for that, so, too. So, you know, I, I like I, I've said it a million times. If you've never tried VR, go try it. Yeah. There's a ton of places that, you know, like... Like the mall often yeah. has, like you know, go play a, a VR yeah. for a couple. If you go minutes. to the Microsoft Store, that's we were yeah. at the mall in downtown, and we went yeah. there. And Dino was all, "I'm going to go check this out." Yeah. And then so he goes, "We're all watching him play this," and I'm like, "I got to go to the bathroom. I need something to drink." So I went to do that, and I came back, and we were all shopping, and then we went to this. Have you seen the videos of the people who make the ice cream where they pour the cream and stuff, and they chop it up and yeah. then they roll it? Yeah. So they have one across the street from this mall. Ooh. We went to there. We went to there. Whatever. We anyway, went there. We went there. We're all eating our ice cream. Dino's all like, hey, I've got to go to the bathroom or the car or something because we were parked right above. He's gone for a really long time, and we're all like, is he okay? <laughs> um, what's going on? And then he came walking back in 20 minutes later carrying his little VR headset. Which we tried <laughs> that night. It's totally <laughs> worth it. A lot cool. of fun. Yeah. there. It's really fun. So mm-hmm. if you have the opportunity to do it, it's unlike any game you've ever played. It's almost unlike any other experience you've ever had. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah, so cool. I've been given some serious thought to finally get Making the jump. The, the Oculus, <laughs> now that it's $400... It was $350. Right. Real recent, yeah. But, like, it's... You can get in for 400 yep. bucks with the controllers and everything you need and some games, right? Yep. Like, that's a... That's just the price of a new system, yep. and that's basically mm-hmm. what it is, right? Yep. So, God, you know, and even after playing the Oculus, though, like, I think I like that Samsung better. Interesting. I yeah. really do, because you don't have nearly as many cables coming away from you, yeah. and it supports Steam VR. Yep. So it's got the Steam VR stuff is nice. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, five hundred bucks. Oculus supports Steam VR too, right? Yeah. So all oh, yeah, 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 they do. But I'm just saying, like this one, this was kind of cool that it's a Windows MR mixed yeah. reality kind of thing yeah. instead of just straight up VR. I just think you're going to start headset. seeing a bunch of these, and they're all cool. It's yeah. it's it's neat. So yeah, I mean, the other thing I got my kid a subscription to, I think it's called Viveport, um, and it doesn't uh-huh. work. It's not a hundred percent workable with the Oculus, but it works enough that I think it's. I didn't pay much for it, like six bucks a month or eight bucks a month, and you get access to six VR games um, and just can play it for that month. And then the next month, you check out another six. Yeah, so that's really there's that's, some really cool, especially because so many of them are experiences, right. not games. Like it'd be really cool to have a VR Netflix that yeah, and that's exactly just a library it. of VR experiences yep. that you can do. I think the only thing holding me back right now is having a good 
space to yeah. do it. And yeah. That's so, the killer, man. You got to have some space. It, and you can set it up in my basement. Yeah. Come over whenever you want. Yeah. It's, fine. it's perfect. I Everybody wins. Yeah. Just going to save up a couple bucks a month for a while. And yeah. It's sure. a good deal. I'll pick one up. Perfect. The next um, time on sale. So I know you were in kind of on the beta last year for this next thing, the GeForce Now. Yeah, yeah. So I was on the Mac beta for it, actually. Right. Um, and GeForce Now is really cool. So I, like I said, I did it with the Mac. And the way it works is you actually log into effectively like, you know, everyone you've heard about the cloud. Um, you log into a, a PC that lives on the cloud somewhere. Um, and load in your Steam information and install a game and start playing. And at the time on – like I use a MacBook Air, which is a – relatively low powered I mean it's it's pretty nice for a Mac laptop but it's right. not like an amazing machine right. it's I mean, not a MacBook it's, it's not, not a MacBook a, Pro it does not it's have not a, surface. a it's not a it doesn't have a fancy video card right. and I was able to play Rocket League um, at the time at like a 720 resolution at 30 frames a second and and since then they've actually upped it where you can play 1080 at 60 if you have enough bandwidth oh nice um but it was great it ran Almost flawlessly. Um, and they just launched the PC beta of this. So if you uh, head out, you can go check out the uh, NVIDIA Now, uh, or I'm sorry, GeForce Now PC beta. And so it's, this is awesome if you have like a work laptop that right. doesn't have you know a, a video card in it and you want to play some games. Or if you have an older laptop or you know like a laptop you use for school that which is it play super games, top but it's not going to yeah. it's not going to run the games that you want to play. You can yeah. log in, sign um, up and, and it, once it comes out it's a, it's kind of expensive as I recall. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 25 bucks a month for 20 hours or 30 hours. And so it's expensive, but right now it's free and it, and you can try it out and kind of see how you'd like it. It, it you know the reality is, is especially if you're not gaming a bajillion hours on your PC, 25 bucks a month isn't bad. You know, maybe if you have a console but want to play some PC games, 25 bucks a month is a lot cheaper than going out and buying a gaming PC. You know, like a, a gaming right. PC is going to be a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars, and in a laptop form fa- factor, is probably going to be two grand, thirteen to two grand. Yeah. So, you know, it, you can. You could save some money here and and have a pretty similar performance. But to me, like the the thing that I look at this and, and the second I played it, I'm like, where this technology is going is I kind of wonder. I think we're going to get a next a next console platform. Like I think there will be an Xbox. Oh yeah, two, I think the next and I think yeah, there will yeah, be a Xbox PlayStation. Online. Yeah, I think there will be a PlayStation Five. The Xbox Two X. Something I don't know. <laughs> Uh, some other dumb Xbox, Xbox name. Xbox One Two X. Yeah, and it'll spell something stupid. Um, but I really, really wonder if we will ever see another console generation past that one, because I think cloud computing is going to get cheap enough and fast enough yeah. that what you'll do is you'll get a dumb front end console and you will just log in somewhere else and play your yep. games. It makes a million percent sense. They would save a bunch of money we would theoretically save yeah. money i mean that's that's the theory you wouldn't what, be running you wouldn't be turning around yeah. every five to seven years and dropping anywhere between four and six hundred dollars on a new what console if you could get a new console for a hundred bucks and maybe you paid 20 bucks a month for it or 25 bucks a month for it you yeah. know could install games you'd buy them off the cloud they'd just instantly be there you wouldn't have to worry about extra hard drives you wouldn't have to worry about storage you wouldn't have to worry about any of that stuff and it would always be Faster than it was the day before because True. the technology would, you know, that could be your your box forever, you know? Wow. Um, box. Yeah. 
it to me that is the future of console gaming at the very least. Oh, yeah. um, but I mean it could be the future of of PC gaming as you it look be at the future of PCs in general. Well, like, when you really, you think about I mean, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because right now you've got Ado- the Adobe Audition, like the Creative Cloud. Oh, I would kill and you've got all that stuff that you could do. So when you do that, do you install it all locally, or do no? You, it it just all runs? installs on that cloud wow. server. I mean, I would love to be able to. I mean, today actually, I so I use Premiere for video editing, and I was actually trying to edit our last episode to upload to YouTube, and I've got a MacBook Air, and I got it all edited, but then I went to export. It's like, hey. That's going to take an hour and a half, and your Mac's going to sound like a hovercraft for that entire hour and a half. <laughs> like, it would be amazing for me just to be able to download that stuff to a cloud server somewhere and say, typey, typey, <laughs> process this video, and then just go and push that. I mean, the theory yeah. is you could push that and then load up another cloud instance and do other things. Wow. You know? I mean, it's dumb. People talk about the cloud all the time, like it's magical and, and it's whatever, not. but man, like... It's not magic. It's just, it's, it's computers. It's computers, but I mean... It's crazy what I think what we'll be able to do with it two years from now and four years from now and six years from now. And I think that gaming is going to see a lot of this. But either way, go try this GeForce now. I really, I was really impressed by it. Now, if you're it's probably not invite only, is it invite right I th- now? I think so. I think okay. you just have to go sign up for it. Okay. Um, if you're one of those like hardcore, you know, every game must run at 144 oh, frames blah, a second, blah blah blah, 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 you're probably going to go like, well, this sucks, but there's latency. Yeah, there is. Just, don't, just, don't try and go play competitive Overwatch with this. <laughs> go play a, some single-player clickety game and right. go like, wow. Go play, like, you know, Candy Crush. <laughs> you could probably you could probably take it a step up from Candy Crush. I mean, you okay. could play The Witcher on this though. Yeah. Like, the Witcher is gore. I mean, I don't know if you can actually play The Witcher on it. It's only like I think there's a hundred or 150 games you can play on it. I don't know. If the uh, actually, I want to say them. that was one of the games. No, The Witcher is gorgeous at high res. Go play The Witcher on it because it's not going to matter really what your frame rate is. You're just clicking and killing right. weird Stuff. monsters. So speaking of killing. This is going to be an absolutely amazing transition. Please continue. Speaking of killing, the Kinect is officially dead. <laughs> to reference back to your Cromwell story. It's, um, it's real dead. We This thing's real dead. Yeah. Like it's, I thought it had been dead for a while, but according to Cliff, we decided to dig it up, chop its head off, rebury it, just to make sure this sucker doesn't come back to life. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer. Like, I have one. Um, right. And the one for the Xbox One was really good. Um, it worked, Was it more infrared? I don't know, but it, it worked really way well. better. Um, well, what sucks is it's like, you know, PlayStation came out with their camera for all their quirky little yeah. whatever things on the PS3, and you're just like, this is really stupid. Why? Yeah. Why? But they didn't kill it. They kept it around, and now it it's your interfaces with the PSVR, yeah. and like that interactivity, the way it works together, is pretty, pretty freaking good. good. They took last-gen stuff and made it work, and made it work with this. Yeah. Really well, and the Connect Two is is really pretty good. And the the bummer thing about it is, is I mean, kind of what happened is, you know, the OG Xbox One came out. Well, I mean, it was controversial all around because they made you buy one with it, right? You right. know, and so it made your console more expensive. But whatever. So I have one, um, and then the One S came out, and they're like, okay, so you need this adapter to plug your your Connect into your One S, but it's free. But the process was kind of a pain. You had to like register both your your consoles and get the serial numbers, and so I never did it. And so That's I never, stupid. and so I never got one. And then, kind of like one day, they're like, "Okay, they're not free anymore. They're forty dollars." I'm like, Ugh, "Oh, I'm not going to pay forty dollars to get a connector for my Connect." And now it's dead. So the difference <laughs> between connections on the OG Xbox One and the Xbox One S were different. 
Yeah, it does the connect. The connect actually has a physical connect port that is not yeah. USB. It's a proprietary port for the connect. And my guess is like because the 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 adapter for it isn't just like some sort of like dumb thing to like dumb USB. Dongle. Yeah, there's like a box in the middle of it. So I think there's electronics <laughs> that do something. But the crappy thing is, is everyone was kind of thinking when the Xbox One X came out, they do that $40 deal again. So mm-hmm. if you had an original Xbox, you'd be able to get the adapter. And instead, they just said, like, nope, we're not making any more of them. And they haven't been available, even if you wanted to buy one, for quite a few months now. So, you know, your choice now is literally to go on eBay and spend, like, $300 for one. So what? Yeah. And so it's kind of a bummer. And no one, there's never been, like, a third-party one. There's never been... Any of that. It's just kind of a it's just kind of a bummer, to be honest. So that's stupid. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's not perfect, but it was really it was nice to be able to talk to your Xbox and say, you know, you could tell it to turn on, you could, you know, tell it to go to Netflix and search for things. Um, you can't do that with the One X. Well, if you have a headset on, you can. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Um, actually, and I was listening to uh, podcast Unlocked the other day, and they really posited that what this actually means is that. Uh, you that maybe they'll inter- invent something more like the Echo Dot, like that'd be perfect, like oh, a yeah. forty or fifty dollar just little thing that Voice could command. sit next to your PC and you could talk to Cortana and, oh, nice. and do it that way. And so that would I'd love a Cortana for my Xbox. Um, I just feel bad that they killed the one that I had. Yeah, yeah. right, because it works. Yeah, yeah, like it, it, it's functional. Well, and it you works you could so use well it that Apple put it in their new phone. Right? Yeah. Well, well I mean, down version of it. it was really cool. You could do cool things like uh, like if you got a Xbox Live code, it had a QR code on right. it. You could use Just your camera scan to scan it. it. You can use <laughs> that was your, like my favorite thing. Same. You could use it for Mixer. Like it could be your camera on Mixer if you're broadcasting. Right. And uh, Although apparently, I didn't know this until very recently, but you can plug any webcam into your Xbox. Since and, it's a computer. Yeah. And it will uh, let you use that as your face cam for Mixer. So, yeah, it's good stuff. That's but, fun. I mean, bummer. I'm, I'm really bummed about it. Haha. Sorry. Connect yeah. is dead. I know. It happens. <laughs> All right. So, to help you be not dead Excellent. is this uh, Battle Royale trainer. It's a game specifically designed to make you better at PUBG, which I wish this would have happened right. six months ago. I mean, I've had fun learning my way around and getting better at the game on my own. Well, and Dylan and I have talked about that a bunch of times, that what I really, really want in PUBG is just the ability to load into a PUBG game by myself and just find things and shoot them, even without oh, yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what this is supposed to be. And it's not, this isn't official, it's not made by... PUBG Corp or whatever blue, they're blue. they 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 spun off they're now oh, the PUBG, PUBG Corp, Corp. yeah <laughs> which is dumb but, but whatever can, you can kind of like you can set up AI you can set up their fire their There's fire bots, rate their yeah. accuracy their all this stuff so you can kind of yeah and they say that it it feels pretty accurate to yeah. to PUBG um, apparently the recoil is a little yeah. off but uh, what a great way to because I mean guns in PUBG are not like. It fires a real projectile every time you pull that trigger, and that is not super common in video games. No. <laughs> um, and so learning how they drop, learning you know how far you have to lead a target, like that's hard to do. I mean, I've played not a ton of rounds of PUBG, but enough that I should have killed some people by now, and I don't... <laughs> I've <laughs> not killed anybody. Maybe one or two people, dude. Um, it's you just stink. <laughs> well, it's it's more like I just haven't had the opportunity. No, to, and, it, you know? and, it, and it's very true, and that's why something like this needs to exist. Yeah, because it 
it takes a long time to get over that hump when you're not you were not an early adopter of this game. You were not in there from yeah. day one figuring this game out. You also don't play it a frequently. Ton. So yeah. when you jump in, you just get killed. Yeah. The only downside is oh, it's actually cheap. I thought it was expensive. It's four, it's four bucks. bucks. Yeah. Totally worth four bucks to even just play around him. Um, you know, I. I, I wish I really hope I guess maybe that's it I really hope that PUBG looks at this and goes like oh hey that's a smart thing let's add that in like I said it, having bots would be great but even without bots it would be great right so yeah, yeah totally anywho so yeah four dollars yeah. do it battle royale trainer <laughs> battle sorry royale I almost stopped trainer. the show because like my screen the Adobe Audition went went it started to fade to that white like the whole thing's about to crash I'm like gosh no. No. Um, all right. Well, there is that. Oh, there's one last bit of news, and Dylan, I will let you take that. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, this is fun. This well, is exciting yeah, yeah. for video so games and uh, the future of esports. Um, Overwatch League starts now. It actually just kicked off at 4 o'clock. Yeah, 45 minutes on ago. On Wednesday. Um, so if you're watching live... Right now, I'm watching it on my iPad right here. <laughs> Are you really? On, Dylan oh, multitasks yep. through every one of our podcasts. So I'm on Twitch right now here. Um, you can stream it on Twitch. You can watch it on overwatchleague.com. Um, so Overwatch League, if you're not really familiar, if you haven't seen anything about this, it is um, a season of Overwatch where we have 12 teams from different cities around the world. Um, so right now, to kick off the inaugural season of Overwatch League, we have the San Francisco Shock versus the Los Angeles Valiant, um, and there will be two other games on into our intervals today. That's oh, nice. Um, so I, I, I'm guessing this is going to be a what day of the week is it? Wednesday. So there's yeah. probably going to be a certain day. I haven't really looked at yeah. this, how the schedule plays out from from here, but um, so until June 16th. Um, we're going to have Overwatch on probably weekly. Um, postseason starts after that. Um, it's kind of cool. Uh, Cliff and I were talking. We kind of ho- wished there would be a Seattle team, yeah. considering... California got three teams. Like as all sports, they're sports monopolers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> LA has two teams. Um, San Francisco has a team. And as, as Penny, Penny Arcade pointed out today, you can't throw a rock in Seattle without hitting a nerd. Like Seriously. We, we, should, we should get a team. But I just think it's cool that Overwatch is like... I think there's really something to be said about attaching a team to a city. Um, like I'm not one of those big like rivalry you know people. Like I watch my my sports soccer and the team I root for has rivalries, and I think most of them are kind of stupid, except for Sporting KC. Screw them. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think most of that's kind of dumb. But I do enjoy getting behind a team, getting behind a city. You know, like I I'm a real Salt Lake fan because I lived in Salt Lake. But you know, now I'm here. Like I think it's fun when the Sounders play. I, I enjoy having a Seattle team. Right. Because so. um, I'm a I'm a big sports fan. I like sports. I don't. I was never so much of a team guy. Like I enjoyed my home teams because those are the games you could go see. Right. Yeah. So I think that's we naturally do that. And sometimes you have a team that's outside of your hometown that you you right, do right. like. Um, but. To me, kind of, it's like, how do I watch all the games? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can all watch my my team's games, and then I can read about the other, other ones, ones, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of 
it's kind of nice to be able to say, okay, I always watch this team. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to find the Overwatch team that I like, whether it's, I mean, San Francisco or London. Vinny or, says we should we should root, root for, for Boston. Boston. Right, Boston? Okay. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I might be into that. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna check out Boston and, and see um, if they do it for me. Um, I also <laughs> might go with which one's skins look the coolest. Because... <laughs> Um, so Overwatch has got every character has twelve new skins for each team. Oh, so awesome. each team has their home color. You can get those skins. I think so that's cool. So you can play your favorite character in your favorite skin, and apparently, if you log into Overwatch now, you'll get one of those free. Oh, sweet! And you can um, spend Overwatch. You can buy Overwatch League tokens or something. Um, um, now and you can purchase more if you wish but if nice. you log in you'll be able to get one free. that's awesome and they, they they got really cool colors they're not any fancy skins but like that's cool to have your like home jersey like your home team jerseys <laughs> yeah, on your character so that, that's neat that's fun it, to me that's very i mean the professional thing that you would hope to see in yeah. like a big esport like this pretty so, soon i'm gonna have a jersey i'm gonna wear it to work right, it's like, gonna be great <laughs> i I have good hopes for this. I think it's fun. Dylan and I were talking about, so. remember when in like the 90s, late 90s, where you could buy those like big puffy NFL coats and like all, oh, yeah. all the cool kids had a big puffy NFL coat? Mm-hmm. I want those for Overwatch. For Overwatch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should do that. Yeah. They can see nerds at a distance. So they can <laughs> They're like, okay, preemptively beat you up. Really yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Boston plays tomorrow at 8 p.m. Perfect. Pacific time, I believe. We will cheer them so, on. Maybe. Um, 8 p.m. Pacific time? Pacific time. Wait, they're going to play at 11 o'clock at night? Well, yeah, but I, I, it's all oh, at the wait, Overwatch the Arena, so I'm in... assuming that's in California where Blizzard okay, is. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. That makes so sense. I'm, I'm guessing. That's... I'm sitting here literally thinking that they're in an arena somewhere in yeah. Boston playing yeah. their home game. No, okay. it all took place. And that was actually one of the problems the league had initially is that there was quite a few overseas players that had a problem getting visas to come over here. So Because they all play here. So it's not like London's playing. You know, right, right, The right. London team is based out of L.A. All the teams are based out of L.A. right now. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Cool. All right, there's that. Overwatch League, it is on. As it's of, on. It is live. Literally, right now. Um, all right, we are done with all the news. That's your news. Yay. Mm-hmm. All right, we got some questions this week from Josh, Joe Coleslaw, Mighty Weppa Man. Who's that? Uh, Chalupa Dios. Chalupa Dios. Okay. <laughs> I can't keep up with you. Or Edster Turbo. <laughs> what his real name is? I have no idea. I'm sure it's Ed. Ed it's, probably. Yeah, it's probably like <laughs> Eduardo. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Kevin's got a question for us. So does Colby. And of course, we always lead our questions off with our favorite guy. Hey, yo, Vinny. You know, I've been gone for two weeks, and it's it's still terrible. It's still terrible. Uh, what's happening in Boston? <clears throat> well, the uprising cool. is playing. Oh, tomorrow at eight. At eight. Yeah. Cool. So, anyway, Vinny actually wants to know, uh, what video game moment gave you the most sense of accomplishment? An example would be defeating a super powerful boss after numerous attempts, say, in Cuphead. Or maybe he would say, what video game gave you the most pride for completing it? Mm. Um, <laughs> Ori. No, I'm kidding. Huh. Um, so, a couple of games, a few games come to mind for me, and they were all, like, way back in the NES and SNES yeah. era. Just because I was a, I played my video games because it was cool, but I never felt really good at them. So one of the first games I ever remember beating was, um, it's called Metal Storm. I know I've talked about it before, and it was this really cool uh, platform space shooter thing. You played this little mech, and there was a really cool gravity mechanic where you could flop yeah. back around. And I really liked that game, and it was that was probably the first game I remember beating. 
like just straight up. Yeah. And I, that I that I remember reading that I was excited about. Yeah. I'm sure I'd beat other games. I know I'd completed a Mega Man game maybe and a Mario Brothers game, but yeah. it's like, you know, we've, I know all these people that have played this game and beat it, but I'd never seen that game before or since. Yeah. And I beat the crap out of it. Yeah. So that was cool. And then the other two games um, were more substantial because I was like, oh, it's a Final Fantasy game. The the Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Oh, sure. On the SNES. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really toned down story, child's yeah. play, very intro to like the JRPG, JRPG thing. Yeah. So there was that and then Secret of Mana. Nice. Which I loved. Yeah. I'm very excited about that re-release. It's coming out, I think. It's coming out next soon. Next month? Month but after? Like, but yeah. I, I've st- I just fired up my SNES Classic oh, the other sure. night just for funsies, and I'm like, Played it well, out. I yeah. can play it right here. And That's it's, fun. Yeah. yeah. So. Those pixel RPGs kind of held up, yeah, too. Yeah. So. It's really good, but those are mine. That's good. Um, Man, I'm... <sighs> I'm sure there are things, there are games like that that have I've felt that way about. Um, nothing comes to mind offhand, but I know I had some, like the first time I made a like off the wall aerial goal in Rocket League <laughs> was a real big. Because I'm not even still, I'm not great at those, and so the first time I was able to like pop the ball off the wall and hit it into the goal was a big deal for me. And I know I had uh, a bunch, not a bunch, but a couple of. You know, down by down by three or four with a couple minutes left, and you know all your teammates are being stupid and dropping, and you'd come back to win those games. Or a couple games that I we won at with one second left or zero seconds left that were just like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. Kind of thing. I had a lot of I had a lot of great Rocket League moments to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, that game because the matches are so fast and you can play so many of them it it once you get to a certain level of good i guess you you create a lot of moments in that game that are very exciting right. so and completing the witcher 3 and completing the witcher 3 yeah yeah <laughs> that's, um, yeah that's no small feat one and i one thing i would like to to talk about right here that i think is really interesting there was a big thread on twitter um, 6 months ago about video game developers talking about how they create those moments those oh my god i can't believe i beat that boss with one health left kind of thing and they said that a lot of the feelings in those games are actually um, designed. Designed. They're tricky. Right. Um, where the last bullet in a magazine does three times as much damage. Really? Or the oh. last the last one hit point you have is actually worth twenty or thirty. Right. Um, and it, I had they're no designed. Idea. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't. A lot of people were real mad about it. But I kind of like the idea that you know, regardless it of how it is, matter, it's totally you feel so good. You know, yeah. um, in Bioshock, they said you know the first couple shots from the splicers were meant not to hit you. Um, right. It was just to let you know if someone was shooting at you. Um, but I did not know this. It was really interesting how how many of those moments, those oh my god, I can't believe I beat that guy with one health and three bullets left were manufactured. Right. Um, and it's really really interesting. But it doesn't really matter because those still feel so dang good. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I kind of got that sense when I was playing uh, Rainbow Six the other day. Um, I loaded into like a terrorist hunt, which is just like versus bots. Like yeah. doing like a bunch of bots in the building and you go fight them or they're sieging your building and you're defending it. And you can play this with other people or you can sure. go lone wolf. And I'll just play lone wolf to kind of just get warmed up kind of yeah. so to speak but i got punched down to one health 
but I still had like seven guys to kill. I was yeah. like, how does this happen? <laughs> and like bullets were flying, but I never got hit. Sure. I don't know if that was artificial, but Who cares? man, I felt pretty good when I was able to kill all of them. I survived with one health That's for awesome. like half the game. That's awesome. So like whether or not, I mean, it was totally transparent to me. I didn't know. I don't yeah, yeah. know if that's a design of the game that, yeah, when they pop out the first three bullets never hit you. I don't know if that's the case or not. Yeah. But either way, it's still it, fun, yeah, it doesn't right? matter. Um, but my answer to this question would, I think, is one of those games is Rainbow Six Seed yeah. uh, recently because it creates tense moments every game, game. you play um, because it's five on five and like you don't know you're hearing all these explosions and walls are getting holes blown <laughs> in them and you don't know where the enemy's coming from unless you're able to check through the surveillance cameras and see what angle they're yeah. coming in at I mean you can guess and you can hear but you never you don't know you sound comes yeah. through the doorways so you never quite know where they're yeah. coming from you can do your best to put up the reinforced defenses and do all these things to try to guide them one way but maybe they'll use thermite to to melt the the metal wall rather than blowing through the <laughs> drywall so you don't know and like those moments are tense and then when your team's falling and their team's falling and you have those final standoffs where yeah. it's like 1v1 and you're that one and then you uh you look down the hallway and they pop around and you just take that that squeeze of the trigger yeah. and just boom, game's over. It goes to the the replay and oh. you see your little ducky charm hanging off your gun and that's edits. awesome. So like that, those are good moments. That's um, really cool. Similar like PUBG with the chicken dinner. Like they've created something that just yeah. it is such an accomplishment um, every time you play the game yeah. and that's what you're working for. That's is awesome. Those moments. So that's really cool. I think those are. Her, I like it. Those are my answers as well as I. I really enjoy. The moment in a MOBA, um, like this has happened a few times, but where you're playing a team, like you're in casual game, whatever, or ranked or whatever it is, but you're playing with strangers. Yeah. And the other team is mechanically better than you. They are beating you, but they're better players than you, but they're not necessarily better at the game. Sure. Um, and then you you do that come from behind victory where you outplay the game. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not beating them one-on-one, but you're using the objectives to come back and then you finally win one team fight and it's you're able to push back down the lane and back door or whatever yeah. it is because you managed to take down their tower to get into their base and you throw a distraction up on the top lane and we throw our DPS character down the bottom lane and they sneak right in right to the nexus and they just they I mean Hammer late it. game you have so much damage that you can take it down so fast while the other team's distracted That's cool. and like you doing those big plays to come back from behind is those are great moments. Yeah, so. I agree. That's nice. cool. Thank you, Vinny. All right, up next question from Josh. Is it wise for companies to re-release older content to the Switch at full price, Skyrim and L.A. Noir, while the other games, while the games are great and adapt to the Switch well, is it fair for uh, fair to gamers to pay that for an older game? Also, what does it say for the Switch? In one way, it's amazing because it shows the Switch is adaptable, more great games are possible for Nintendo, yet does it clutter the Switch with old games taking away from new content? He thinks he's probably dead wrong on this, but it seems to be a filler while new Switch content and first-party development are in the works. So what he's really asking is, wouldn't it be best for games as a service from Nintendo for older games instead of hard copies of the game? Sorry, I haven't been active a lot lately, dying for food, for, for good conversation. So, all right, Josh. Um, Josh just got his master's degree. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, good man. Sweet. Um, uh, I have a lot of thoughts. Go, on Adam. This We've actually been holding this one for two weeks, so you okay. could answer yeah. it. So. <laughs> so, first of all, um, the games are not full price. 
They're close to it. Some They're them. not. If you get the physical copy of L.A. Noir for the Switch, it's forty nine ninety nine. It's not full price sure. compared to the original. It's still ten dollars off. If you get it on the eShop, it's thirty nine ninety nine. So, and that's the same. I want to say is the PS4 and Xbox yeah. copies of it as well for yeah. digital. So you are saving money. My thought on is it wise to release these? Yes. Yeah. Because for one, when the Nintendo Wii came out, that audience was so above and beyond the typical gamer. Everybody had a Wii, but not everybody was able to play Skyrim or L.A. Noir or all these other things. And some of us, you know, love the Wii so much. We're like, hey, Wii, you were going to get that. Didn't really play a whole lot. Otherwise, obviously, out of PS3. But yeah. a lot of people keep it pretty simple. But for the Nintendo fan base that's coming from the Wii or the Wii U or whatever, that they're strictly Nintendo heads, being able to play these massive games that were not accessible to them because they didn't have a PS4 or a PS3 or they didn't have an Xbox. Like, coming in at the lower price point, being able to show the Switch can actually do this, and the fact that the Switch is literally the fastest-selling console in U.S. history. Yeah, 10 million. Right? It's like... You've got this audience. Why not test the waters for one to see if people are interested in the type of product you put out? Because yeah. L.A. Noir, Skyrim, uh, those are all very yeah. – you know the developer that did those because those are the games that they do. Yeah. And to me, I think are they are they just putting things out because there isn't other stuff there yet? A hundred percent. yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. But I think it needs to be done because the thing that will kill a system the fastest is going like, oh, it's real great, but there's nothing to play on. One game comes out every month. Yeah. Like Like that that is poison to a game system. Um, And having – and you need it from third parties too. And I think it's amazing. Like is – the Switch the best place to play Doom? Is it the best place to play Wolfenstein, which isn't out yet, but, you know, whatever? No, it's well, not. you know, you say it's not the best, but to the person who yeah, only that, has owned a 3DS or they've If got that's a Switch, all you've got, it's 100% the best. Yeah. You know, the best place to play a, a game is the system you have. Yeah. Um, and if you can play it at as high a quality <laughs> as they manage to push Doom out yeah. on a Switch, like, it is yeah. by no means perfect. But, I mean, but, yeah. And I think that's the thing. is, is like, if you have an Xbox, no, play it on the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but if you don't, uh, it's amazing to be able to actually do that. But what I like about it is that it's other people are going to look at that and go like, oh, I didn't even think I could put my game on the Switch. Right. But look, they put Doom on it. They mm-hmm. put Wolfenstein right. on it. Totally. Um, you know, and I mean, I guess the thing, the other thing is, is I mean, when the Xbox One launched, how many games got re-pushed out to the One from, yeah. you know, I mean, how many, I, I personally have bought two. I bought Diablo again and I bought Grand Theft Auto V again. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, it's just going to happen. There's going to be games that come out in that kind of year in between, hey, they were released originally and hey, we've got a new system to put on. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, Capcom, that's all they've done this generation is release 360 games onto their new mm. platform. So, you know, and I think it's just there's so many people who haven't played like played these games like L.A. Yeah. Noir because that was kind of a weird niche kind of a yeah. game. It was a big deal. Yeah. But not a lot of people played it. Well, it was it nice that they kind of redid it, too. It's not yeah. the exact same game. It wasn't it's just a straight across port. port. They they made it better. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I have kind of two things because I I do see both sides of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a very good question and um, my first answer is Nintendo needed to. Yeah, because yeah. Nintendo needed to say we can have other games. Unless they were fully committed to saying we're going to ramp up Nintendo games. Right, like they either needed to, to they, say they we're going to make 24 new Nintendo games this year, fine. 
But if they're not, and they're only going to say, we're going to have Mario, we're going to have Yoshi, we're going to have Mario Kart, we're going to have a Super Smash Bros. eventually, we'll have Pokemon, and we'll have these six games. Like, yeah. if you're just going to have those six games, then you need some other stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to have Wii U 2. Um, and we Wii don't U want two. Wii U 2. Yeah. Um, so they had to. And I think that's just that was and then that that was a good move because yeah. it's working yep. obviously and um the other side is though it's like do i have any of these games no i don't because i don't it's like but but how many times in the last two months have you thought man maybe i should buy skyrim for the switch <laughs> yeah but then skyrim on 360 was uh 20 bucks so yeah. it's like or on the xbox, the xbox one it was one. 20 yeah. bucks and i was like and that is no, a full I'm price not, game, sixty bucks on, right, the, on, so, on the Switch, and I've almost bought is it. Really, sixty yeah, bucks. 60 on the bucks. Uh, so I've like almost that, bought it so many times. Yeah, I know a lot so of people. Other podcasts I listen to, they're like, "Oh, I'm playing through it on the Switch yep. now," yeah. and I'm like, "Yeah, it's just, I wasn't going to do that." So yeah. I, I can't see myself putting a hundred. You can't see yourself. One hundred and twenty hours on a handheld. No, and that's the only reason I would play it on the Switch right. is if I wanted to take it on the right. go. If I'm going to play it at home. There's no Played reason. To, there's no reason to. So yeah. if I had a commute, I would totally. Oh, I would. Yeah. I would own it already. Right. right. I mean, I have a horrible commute, but <laughs> playing playing video games difficult. and driving seems real real dangerous. Um. So to the question about does it clutter the switch with old games taking away from new content? I don't know how often you might have popped into the eShop lately on the switch, but. I'm going to say the new content clutters the new content. Yeah, right. there is There's so a much constant stuff. barrage of stuff popping up on there. So I think that they might be actually, it might be a good idea actually to be pushing some of these older titles because right. you will get uh, you'll get the crossover of people who are familiar right. with that yeah. title and go, oh crap, I can play that on my Switch. Yeah, those yeah. games kind of have gotten the spotlight, but I don't think they've really taken away from anything yeah. else. No. But yes, I, I agree that they have the potential to do that. They could, in fact, clutter, but I think the fact that Nintendo needed to do mm-hmm. this yeah. outweighs it greatly. Oh, and also, like, you, all you hear is the, the rattling of, you know, whatever, people wanting their virtual console so they can, console so they can right. play all their old games. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah. It's, I'm actually really looking forward to. Re- thing. I was actually talking to uh, Man Socks from the Discord today. <laughs> he asked. He said, "You know, what- is he married to Lady Socks?" Oh, I hope so. Off to I just ask. think that'd be fun. Off to ask. Okay. Um, but uh, he was asking. He's, his question that he wanted to ask for the podcast was, what, "What's our favorite Mario game?" And I said, "I don't think I've actually played enough Mario games to be educated on that question." Because I missed, I never played an N64 Mario game. I never played a game, what was that one GameCube? after? GameCube Mario. I never played any of the Wii ones. And I the only one in the Wii U I played was, what, Mario and the Wii I don't know what games Mario, there was new <laughs> Super Mario, Mario Bros. Right. Yeah, this, yeah, I played that. Uh, but not a ton of it. Um, so, like, to me, like, the best one is Super Mario World, <laughs> just by default. What? Um, but I'm, I would love to play, like, and I've played a little bit of Paper Mario, but I'd love to play Paper Mario or Mario Sunshine or Mario Galaxy on my Switch. I think it'd be super fun. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. So. Mario like, Galaxy was great, and Mario Sunshine is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of become expected of Nintendo to be that legacy system yeah. because all their games are good and hold up. Yep. Like, yeah. not, not many other games can say that. Like, not... Right. You don't go back and play the Mario like another game from the eighties yeah. and say that was that's still good. But oh yeah, you can still play eighties Mario. Super Mario World is so good. It's still good. Oh, like, I still, it's I've a been great playing that game. Yeah. So it's fantastic. Yeah, um, I played on my Raspberry Pi every once in a while. I think there's an expectation that Nintendo plays old games yeah. still because they're good. So yeah. it's you can't. It's a very interesting isolated thing. Like 
Yeah. Stuff that works for Nintendo is not necessarily how it is for the rest of the video game world. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's good. Start doing- and my answer for that is Super Mario 64. Oh, really? Even though 3D platforming is still the worst thing ever. <laughs> like, it just... There's problems. Yeah. Maybe virtual reality will solve this one day. Where I, can, oh, where you I actually can and you're like, oh, see how gonna... far away something is. Yeah. But just the world they created and me being able to like jump into the portraits, yeah. that was just awesome. Yeah, so. It's cool. I've never played it. I hear it's good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite with, that I remember is Super Mario Sunshine. Mm. It was just, it was a blast. Fun. So yeah. different. Um, all right. I can see why this question is in here. <laughs> uh, from Joe Coleslaw. We saved this one. Yep. Thanks. Uh, if Duke Nukem and Kratos had New Year's resolutions, what would they be? What I, would Duke's be? I don't uh, have Chew more bubblegum so he doesn't have to <laughs> kick as much butt. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Someday we need to do a mature rated podcast. Right. Right. <laughs> or I guess kick more butt. Like, right. Those are the only two things I can imagine. Like, is he being responsible, Duke Nukem? And he's saying, like, I'm going to kick less butt this year. Seriously. Because I'm getting old. <laughs> or does he have to step his game up, kick more butt, or get more women? I don't know. He just spends more time at strip clubs. Oh, man. I think Kratos, like I was joking, I'm, Kratos, would his resolution would be kill fewer family members. <laughs> oh, that's that's going to be his. Actually, I don't even Greater know if he has than or equal to, like Less than or equal to how many? <laughs> Two? Two? I don't know. <laughs> so kill one or less? One or zero? <laughs> Basically. I don't know if he's got one this year and zero left. next year. He's got um, a kid. I don't know. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, I'm the curious to cousin. see if this new iteration of Kratos in the next game is going to be a different... Like, They've already I, actually kind of said he, he is. Right. So, so yeah. I'm curious to see if maybe this is the New Year's resolution Kratos that's coming out. Yeah. Let's Isn't call it, it that. weird that it's Kratos still? Because Kratos is a very... The dude, you know, kills gods. I, I, don't, I, think, I think we can probably suspend disbelief. Are they, st- but are, like, I mean. are they still related? <laughs> like, I, I, is there some... Like, is it the same, like, soul? I, I believe, I I believe mean, so. I don't, I'm not... I'm, I, I don't even know. I think Game Informer got a big cover story on God of War this month. So we well, good to, for them. We have to check we that didn't out. Did do some more research? <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> well, we didn't get it. So who cares? Um. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I think Kratos's resolution would also be like be nicer to Athena. There you go. Like everyone should be nicer kind of to a Athena. Dude, a, a, a dick. Like it's not cute. Work on his tone of voice. I don't. Yeah, oh, work on his tone time. of voice. <laughs> like, so people just think I killed my family. I'm he's always not angry. quite as aggressive as he is. <laughs> Get but some I counseling, maybe. Maybe some counseling. counseling. Finally, show that Christmas card that he posed with his little kitten with. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Show his lighter side. Love it. Softer wow. side. Wow. Um, all right. Thank you for that uh, fun little question there. Uh, what is next here? Uh, Kevin has a uh, question. No, I'm sorry. Mighty Weapon Man. Wow, yes. that's a lot of questions. Uh, with a rumored Nintendo Treehouse looming, what Nintendo games do you see them announcing with a 2018 release? Mm. 2018 release. What I'm games do say, we know already? Well, Yoshi, Yoshi. the new Yoshi, Yoshi game, uh, possibly a Pokemon game. See, I don't know. Possibly. I don't think we're going to see Pokemon this year. I say year. possibly. Well, and because Pokemon RPG is the one that they've announced as coming, but with no release yeah. date, right? I can't imagine we're going to see it this year. Mm. A Kirby game for sure. I know there's a Kirby game that's for sure going to be a thing. Kirby uh, yeah, 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 Battle Royale, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually. Yep. And that's all I know of for 100 sure. 100 Kirbys float down right. into the, onto this cloud plane. Yeah, and like 7,632 <laughs> independent titles that will be rolled yeah. out in roughly 800 games a month. I would love to be surprised with Super Smash Bros. And I don't think that's going to happen. Eh, maybe. But they've, you, they've been, I mean, they've been not 
they don't tease us for very long with these things. Oh, hang on. We're getting a call. All right. They haven't been teasing us very long with their their new releases. So, like, I think there's a lot of opportunity to be surprised because it is, one, January right now. Um, I think we can safely expect that there's going to be some big games that aren't Kirby and Bayonetta. Um, cause those are, I, I think those are the, or Yoshi, sorry. Those, I think those are the two bigger yeah. titles that we're expecting in the future, but there's obviously going to be something else. Well, and I think what you aren't going to see this year is, is many first party titles. Like they kind of shot their, in 2017, <laughs> um, you know, you're not going to see right. another Mario this year. You're not going to see another Zelda this year. You're not going to see <clears throat> another Mario Kart this year. Right. Those are going to be 2019, 2020. Yeah. But I think there's going to be a lot of really good third-party stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Bayonetta is coming out. Um, uh, Dragon Quest Builder is coming out actually really soon. Yeah. That was I'm, awesome on the PS3. I think it'd be great I think on, that's the be cool on the Switch. Um, they're getting Terraria, which is a super fun game. Um, that uh, Project Octopath Traveler, I yeah. hope, will drop this year, um, which is really fun. Kind of hard, but it, you know, if you like, GRPGs, I really liked it. Yeah, I really like it. It was. I loved the look of it. I loved the um, graphics of it. I loved the music of it. I thought the gameplay was kind of okay. I like. For it's hard it to say. Um, Layers of Fear is coming to the Switch this year, which could be like I, I'm having a hard time imagining a Switch. Horror game, but that could be right. kind of could be kind fun. of interesting. Horror on the go. Um, there's going to be a Fire Emblem game, most likely. So I, I think what you're going to really see is a bunch of people who were like, I don't know if if the the Switch can support our third party stuff, bringing out third party stuff. Right. So yeah, cool. yeah I think it's going to be that maybe that second tier Nintendo games too, yep. like the. The, all the characters we see in Super Smash Bros. that aren't the Marios and yep, the Zeldas. Right. So it's like like the Fire Emblem characters and like Yoshi and Kirby and like that 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 B level of Nintendo. Like you love those guys, but they're not they're not the the pinnacles of, mm-hmm. of yeah. Nintendo. So yep. true, true. It'll be good. All right, uh, Kevin asks: uh, With so many games taking the open world sandbox approach lately, is there a game or series that you think would play better as a linear story? I would just like to say yes, all of them. Right. God, I'm so old and I have so little time. I want I want to know where I'm going, what I'm doing, and I want you to tell me how to get there. I want literally, like, I love open world games, and in yeah. a perfect world where I don't have a job and I've <laughs> or retired, a or a child, or probably a wife. Um, Did you hear what he just said? No, he I just love, said it would I be love, a perfect world without you. Oh, I did say that. You That's did. not what I meant. Damn. <laughs> On accident. I think she's actually watching, too. This is not good. Uh-oh. Love you, honey. Um... <laughs> In a world, in a perfect in world a of world. gaming, there we go. I'm screwed. Yeah, you're done. Just, um, <laughs> anyway, just say why. he's not coming. I home. would. Lo- <laughs> I would play big open world sandbox games all the time because I love them. But in a world where I can maybe squeeze in eight to twelve hours of gaming, you know, first, you know, like single player for me mm-hmm, gaming mm-hmm. a week, I want every game to be. Amazing and super detailed and 12 hours long. Mm-hmm. I want to play The Witcher in 12 hours. I want to play Red Dead Redemption 2 in 12 hours. It's not going to happen. And, and it's great. I take out all the travel time, take out all the side quests, just mm-hmm. have a single great boiled down story that's really good in a limited locale in 12 hours. I yeah. want all my games that way. Yeah. I agree. Because I think that... 
just because the technology is allowing us to make these giant, grandiose universes and yep. spaces and places to play in doesn't mean that you constantly have – that's all you can do. No. Like, use them to tell a powerful story. Make, use them – Make Hellblade again. Yeah. Seriously. Make, Hellblade's make a great. thousand Hellblades with all of your own IPs. Yeah. yeah. Why not? God. So, but are there any games specifically that you think would just do better currently? Well – all of them. Yeah. I <laughs> well, I'm like I agree completely, and I I'm thinking back to when we first got sandbox games, yeah. like the first like open world games, and I was like, it was so cool, right? I love open world games, but then I realized how quickly I got tired of yeah. open world games because they were all like that, and it's like mm-hmm. I can't play twelve open world games. No. Like it's just it's not going to happen. I want my games to either be games as a service games like Destiny that I'm going right. to play forever. Or a game that I can beat in, and I mean, twelve hours to me is like probably twelve to sixteen that's hours. A, that's the big. That's the big game. But, but maybe like, six or eight too. Yeah. Right. You know, um, well, like Inside was great. Inside was perfect. Inside but I mean, was really good. I just I think that there's a lot to be. I mean, I think the thing maybe make them come out more often too. Like you know, Grand Theft Auto is a huge game. Maybe you do other things with DLC. You release more frequently, but with shorter things. You know, so you release Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. one a year or one every six months, and each one of those is an eight-hour chapter or and a twelve-hour like, chapter. Right. I just wanted to look this up. Child of Light, which is a great game yes. uh, from Ubisoft Montreal, I think. Yeah, um, the average time spent on that is eleven hours and twenty yeah. minutes, and is a beautiful game with a beautiful story. It, and Seasons of Fall, that was another one that's like six to eight yeah. hours. Great little story, great voice acting. The art direction yeah. was amazing. And Ori, it, so, I know I keep going back to that it's again. Great, beautiful art direction was incredible. Everything was fantastic, and you're only spending. Yeah, I don't need to six spend to twelve hours. I don't need to spend sixty hours in a game, and I never need to spend a hundred <laughs> hours in a game. I How wanted, much have you spent in uh, Skyrim? Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I, but I mean the thing is, is like that was <clears> literally a, roughly the only game I played for fourteen months. Right. You know, and I, it took me fourteen months to put one hundred twenty hours into that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just want them and all. That's still upwards of ten hours a it's, month, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's just I want them to be smaller. I want them to yeah, be more yeah. compact. I don't, I mean, I, I was complaining about this in The Witcher the other day. They're like, okay, you need to go on this quest. I'm like, okay, where is it? They're like, well, it's not anywhere close to here. Like, can I fast travel there? They're like, nope. Oh. Get on your horse and ride all the way down to this other continent, to this other town. I'm like, can I go from there? They're like, nope. nope. Get on a boat. I'm like, no. oh. Uh, and it didn't take long. It was seven or eight minutes, but that's seven or eight minutes that I could have been that's doing anything else. Right. You know? You can't set a waypoint and have them just ride? No. You can't. That's silly. Oh, but, what, but I mean, in reality, why can't I just fast travel there? Let, put, let me put in a. In reality, right. you can't fast travel. When I'm playing, there. when I'm playing on easy mode, just say, "Hey, look at this horse ride was real fast." <laughs> you know, Kill everything along the way. Yeah, right. right. I, I want everything to be I, shorter. Yeah, I think it's not quite exactly what the question's asking, but I think it would be very interesting to see a Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption game. That's not an open world one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, because the stories are so. I think great. that is what, like, that is actually what he's asking. Like, I mean, well, I don't think it's necessarily a better game though. That's that's oh, what the yeah. question's asking. What oh, what series better. would benefit? Gotcha. Okay. Would play better. I'm not saying it's better, but how? Like, I'm thinking of Max Payne. Yeah. Like right. that's kind of in the style of like a Grand Theft Auto, but like 
imagine a linear story with the characters yeah. of Grand Theft Auto and that that world and like how good they do stories yeah. without the sprawling sections in between. So you're just hammering through it in six hours. Like how cool, yeah. how right. good, how satisfying. It'd be like The Godfather. It'd be like watching The Godfather, like just a masterpiece of a movie what? as a game. And I would say counterpoint. I just finished um, Star Wars Battlefront. Two single player <laughs> campaign. Um, it was about six hours long, and that was too short. That game needed to be ten hours long or right. eleven hours long, or they needed to not try and span twenty years. Right? You know, right. Um, either that that game could have been a great game about one person. They they could have they could have easily chopped out all of the levels where you weren't playing as I don't remember what her name is, but the the new. Uh, female character that it was a empire person, um, like that you end up playing as Lando and you end up playing as Leia and you end up playing as Han Solo and you end it's up like, playing, I love as playing as these characters, but it's not what the story's about. Yeah, right? like chop out those and great. I think that game could have been six hours long, but with all of those, it needed to be ten or twelve. Right. But I mean, I think that's the sweet spot. Is probably. Mm-hmm. Because I know I told you, yeah, Connie's like 36 16. hours, and you're all, Ugh. I'd love to play it, love yeah. to play it, but I'm probably I'm not going to. It. Yeah, Halfway through, at yeah. least. Actually, I think I'm farther than halfway through. Yeah, so, so, I don't know. All right, Colby asks us, with the release of Shadow of the Colossus, the big reboot that's happening, what, like three weeks from now, two weeks it from comes now? comes out real soon. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, what other game would you like to see get this treatment? Not sure, he's not sure if anybody's asked this. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I would love to see, like, I would love to see Ico. Redone because it's a very similar. I think it's same studio. Even um, Ico was a gorgeous game for the PS2. Sure, um, but I would really like to see updated versions of games like Jack and Daxter. Yeah, um, that actually just got re released. The yeah, but it's just an HD yeah, like skin the, kind the of blah, full blah, blah. Yeah. Re, the yeah. redo. Yeah, I'd like reboot. to see a full, just full on. We're going to redo everything, yeah. not just skins, but controls. Yep, everything. Yep, and just bring it into the new because those are the 3D platformers that I remember the most. Yeah. Mario I think three D. I think three D platformers. We might have to give another year or two. I don't. I still don't think people have quite figured out how that's going to work. You know, ukulele was supposed to be the big one. It was kind of meh. Everybody's like, yeah. I think it, it kind of had though, its golden age. Yeah. I think um, between yeah. Banjo Kazooie on the N sixty four and then to the PS two era yeah. when you had Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter. I think right. those were the golden years of three D platformers. Yeah. yeah. So now, do you there, consider things like Devil May Cry or whatever? Do you call, call that three D platformer more three D action? Action platform. Yeah. Well, it's an action platformer, but I don't. There's think not it's, a lot of platforming. Yeah, I've never played any of the DMC oh, games. They're I so mean, good. Yeah. yeah. The first three or four of the original ones, they are hard, but they're so good. Hard. Hard. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I would yeah. think. Something like that. Yeah, man. I oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I would really. <laughs> You're so polite. I know, right? Uh, we're practically Canadian. Look at that hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would really. Uh, to me, it's like two two types of games. I would really like a lot of the like eight and sixteen bit Nintendo JRPGs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Final Fantasy three or six, depending on how you like yeah, to number yeah. things. I would love that game to be redone with modern controls and remove all the crap grind from it. Like, I want to play a streamlined version <laughs> of that game where I don't have to spend... I mean, do you remember playing those games where you're like, yeah. oh, hey, there's a there's a great way to grind XP here, and I'm just going to walk onto this screen and kill these three things and then walk off the screen again, then, then walk onto the screen again. again for 17 hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... I would love to play those games without the grind, um, mm-hmm. and I would love to play uh, Half Life and Half Life Two uh, remastered. Half Life Two, the original Half Life's kind of getting redone as the Black Mesa project, mm-hmm. and it's really fun to play. But even that, I think, could have been done a little bit better. Like, there's still stuff in that game that is not 
perfect. Right. Um, but make those a little more modern. I'd l- I love both those games. I'd love to play them again. So Sweet. Cool. Dilan? Um, Mercenaries. I don't know that game. Um, I didn't play it, but I remember. Yeah. Just a big open world game, but like I just think that game would be really cool. Yeah. Um, rebooted. Um, again, yeah, not a remaster. I don't want to just play that game. I just want it to be from the ground up. Like I want to make a bunch of money being a mercenary, and I want to buy crazy things to make my jobs easier, like airstrikes. Nice. Like that's what this game's about. It's just like crate dropping the weapons that I need to do this mission. Like, and. With a big, open, destructible world, like now is the perfect time to see this game again. Um, the second one was B quality; it just wasn't yeah. quite at the notch that the first one was, and that was on the Xbox 360 or that generation. So I'd love to see another one of those. Um, I also am a huge fan of the PS2 era Punisher game. Yeah, <laughs> I really want that game. Again. I think that uh, there's a huge amount of. PS1, OG, Xbox, PS2 games that I would love to see redone because they just don't, did not hold up. Yeah, they They're don't. so ugly. Like, N64, I, like, there's probably a ton of games in there that you could, like, re-engine and redo that would be I'd great. I'd love to see Mario 64 re-engine. Yeah. I have my real answer now. Turok? Yes. <laughs> You're done. First Turok, <laughs> but with, like, playable controls, which they actually did. They uh, put it on the PC recently, I What think. about, uh, yeah, they did. Um... Resident Evil. Goldeneye? Yeah, yeah. That one would probably be good, too, and we'll realize how it's not actually that great. But no. um, Resident Evil, please redo those games and change the way they control. <laughs> Make it so you can shoot and walk? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? It's know. impossible. I don't even know originally why. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, because on the original PS1, you didn't have analog sticks, for one. Oh, is that why? Oh my gosh, you, you didn't, didn't have did analog you? It was you were just working yeah. with a D pad. So you'd have Man, to move, is... and then you would have to pull the trigger to go into your aiming. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. holy cow, God. That's okay. I'm old. So, I, mean, well, I am too. Well, that I mean, <laughs> the month older you are than me doesn't. But really. a lot of wisdom came in that month. I mean, Turok <laughs> was the kind of the same way though when you played on the. I mean, you had a one single analog stick, but you used your C buttons to move. So you actually use buttons like you would a keyboard. Like you use oh, the C buttons oh, to move forward even... and backwards inside the side. My brain so, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's rough. It could have been done, but yeah, that's probably yeah, yeah. honestly easier. Other than it's stupid. <laughs> so <laughs> fix the uh, old Resident uh, Evil games. I'm sure they're great, and I want to play them. <laughs> Thank you uh, for that question, Colby. All right, and that's it with the questions. If you have questions for us, you can always drop us a line uh, in our Discord. We've got a separate channel just for questions. Hey. So, yeah. Or you can email us, bite me, bite me um, com. Congratulations to the LA Valiant on winning their inaugural game of Overwatch. There you go. I don't know who they are. It's fine. Perfect. Um, you will in time, my I'm friend. sure. All right, so cheap for games really quick. Uh, Humble Bundle, your monthly bundle. Are we talking about the one for next month? Yeah. Because it's a big game. <laughs> right? For, right off the top. I paid it's $60 funny. for this a year ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even been out a full year, I don't think. I don't oh, think so. Yeah, yeah, real yeah, close to barely. a year. Yeah. Um, so Civ 6. Plus both of its DLCs. Yep. Dang. Which is like the Australians yes. or something? Yes. Yeah, 12-ish for your Humble Bundle monthly subscription. Yeah, and Humble Bundle monthly... Wow, Humble Bundle monthly thank you, is not a... You don't have to pay for it for 12 months or 6 months. You could literally yeah. say, I love Civilization. I want to pay $12 for it right now and, you don't and then have to cancel. Keep, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you like PCs and you like amazing mm-hmm. strategy games, like... Oh, man, see, oof. and I missed this because I let my um, subscription lapse. 
So I didn't get this current month. Which oh, the Perfect is, Dark and Quantum Break. And, uh, Shadow uh, Tactic. Wait, Elder Scrolls Online. That was the month before. Oh, I don't think I got that. Elder Scrolls Online, Shadow Tactics, Res 5, yeah. Resident Evil 5. Ugh. Yeah, this month it was Tomb Raider and Quantum Break and Man. Sleeping Dogs and The Longest Dark. Sleeping Dogs? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. There were some really good. Dawn of War 3, I think. There were some really good games this month. Crap stick. Yeah, Mr. Shifty, which I know Dylan Mr. really oh, liked on the PS. I really want to play that. Switch. Switch. Yeah. Get on the Switch. It's fun. Yeah, for 12 yeah, bucks like a month, bucks. like, Humble Bundle Monthly is 100% worth it. 100%. Fine. Fine. Do, Do it. it. Well, I want to play the Civ 6 game. Yeah. Because oh, I tried great. Civ 5. I tried that. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I don't understand. So it might be a bit it's much It's one of those games where you just have to, you like. play a play through a game and then you go into game two being like, okay, oh, I, get okay. It. I understand how long it kind of takes. And because man, I, at the beginning, you're like cavemen. So I will, don't expect to, I mean, build a city. I today. will tell you a thing about Do Civ V. Uh, when I actually, before I moved out here to Seattle, I came out here uh, about once a month for four months to meet with people and stuff. And I'd just gotten Civ V. And day one, like did my stuff at work, went back to my hotel. I'm like, I'm gonna play a couple, couple turns of Civ Civ Five. And about two o'clock in the morning, I was like, Oh shoot, I need to go to work in the morning. (laughs) And uh, like went back to bed. And the next day, I came home like, Hey, I got like an hour before I need to go to bed. I'm only gonna play for an hour. And like twelve thirty, I'm like, Oh crap, I gotta wake up. I'm so tired. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so just just one more turn. Man, that game is addiction. It's like. Mm, so yeah, if you're a Civ fan, go grab that right now because that unlocks, I think, in the first week of February. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, pay for it now. You can get it now, though. Oh really? Yeah, I think oh, so. see, I didn't know that. Um, all right, Troll Corner. Let's wrap it up this week because I've got my own kind of Troll Corner. It's funny you put this in here. Oh yeah, uh, there's going to be a new Xbox dashboard. Oh geez, really? Apparently. That's wow. Weird. And. I always the old hate one came out like what, like I six weeks ago? Yeah, because I don't know how to use it. I just yeah. got used to the last. Uh, the one. new one's good. I too. still like the Xbox 360 one the best. Yeah, with the blades. Yeah, Where, yeah. You would like shift the screens, like yeah, like pages. Yeah, I liked it. All right, it made that sense. Was the easiest. It made sense. Like, yeah, don't like, get me wrong. Right, I, I do like it. It's just not. It's not as intuitive as I would think a Windows <laughs> product would be. You know, I noticed something about the current Xbox One dashboard. If that's what we're calling it. Um user interface sure. um so there was a bug that was happening and it wasn't a big deal because i could fix it i knew how to fix it but yeah. what was the bug um so if i hit the the home button the center button nothing would happen thank oh, you that's, that's what, the same bug that's adam what's has. happening with right. mine like i'll push it the screen will dim like it's supposed to pop right. up and, and you'll hear the noise but do you know what's really stupid about that no you can't tell me access please. settings without no, the center button. exactly. That's because I want to go There's, through. You can't get to settings in oh, your weird. normal yeah. Have you been able to fix it? Yeah, you just hold the Xbox button and hard reset it. Uh, so hold your power button on your console. Oh, and that's what I told him is is do it and then, or unplug it. Yeah, or unplug it. Just hold it and it will actually power down. Otherwise oh. it just sleeps. Yeah. Okay. So you have to okay. hold the, so the, have to the touch reset. button. Because yeah. I've been sitting Let it shut down like, and then hit it again and it'll turn on and it'll be fine. Because I started watching Spider-Man Homecoming on my 4K HDR, Blu-ray drive, blah, 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 which is beautiful by the way, but I'm like, I know there's a way to pump up the brightness via the settings. Uh, so right. I was trying to get into it, and I'm like, weird yeah, noise. I, like, I can't get into How it. can I not get to settings without... Yeah, and then I couldn't find a way to get to settings anywhere. There's not a settings cube in the cubes or Strange. whatever it is. Like, One of the problems I'm having with mine right now is when I'm, talk, when I'm in a party with other people... Um, 
up in the upper left hand corner, I get little indicators to tell me who's talking, uh-huh. and I can't. I cannot figure out how to turn them off. <laughs> yeah, it's really obnoxious. Well, I know they're getting. Yeah. They're putting in a do not disturb feature. In the yeah, that's really cool. Out. That'll be cool. In like a like a offline like you. Uh, is that was that what it was? That's like, a do not disturb where yeah, you can like, hey, I'm playing so a single player I'm game, leave me game, alone, don't bug me. Yeah, because it's funny. Like I'll, I was watching some streamers do PUBG because I wanted to see how they were playing on yeah. Xbox, and they kept getting their Xbox notifications yeah. right there in the middle of it. I'm like, oh my god, can you turn that off? Yeah. So yep. anyway, all right, all right, that's that. Um, follow us on all the social medias at Bite Me Podcast, BiteMePodcast.com. That's B Y T E Me Podcast. That's why I like having Adam here. He does that way better than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Or faster, at least. Yeah. You'd be like, B-Y-T, how You're do like, I spell? I forgot how to I spell. I forgot how to spell. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so follow us. Jump on our Discord. Just go to orbitemepodcast.com and click on the little link up in the upper right-hand corner. And come talk with us. It'll be perfect. I need to get, I, I say this, I need to get more active in there. I've just been, it's been. The holidays, it's all forgivable during the holidays. Between, Seriously. Between October, halfway through October and now and halfway through January, like all is forgiven. Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> You're good. Okay, but cool. now we expect greatness. We're going to play PUBG. We're going to play Overwatch and MOBAs. Maybe some HOTS. You know what, MOBAs? I know myself too well. Like, I wanted to throw my fist through a concrete wall just playing um, Final Fantasy 15 mm-hmm. or 14. I'm not even going to touch a MOBA. Not even doing touch it. it. Not touch even. It. I'll touch it with a bomb. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, until next week, you can just bite me. Rude. Bite me.